Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OTT, where I discuss everything related from fashion, pop culture, and really whatever I want. <laughs> Today, I am so gassed. I'm so excited. I feel blessed and highly favored because I have the ethereal and the iconic Shamir in the building today. Okay. Shamir has been that bitch since 1994, but we weren't all as blessed as Shamir and Shamir's closest family to have known the icon from 94. So most of us girls got to experience his greatness in 2014. Okay. I have been a fan of Shamir since I was a junior in high school. Okay. And we have been blessed and highly favored twice this year because after capitalism this spring, we are being fed once more this year, okay? Fuck Thanksgiving. However, we get Shamir's self-titled album. Shamir, obviously, that's what a self-titled is, okay? On October 2nd. And it, let me tell you something. It's, I, I levitated, okay? When I first heard it. And on my own, the album's lead single, Girl, a bonafide bibbidi-bobbidi-bop. Today, we're going to be talking about his upcoming album, his obsession with Manzi Moore because he has taste, okay? And mental health in the Black community, but also we're going to get into some tea, some fun things, whatever we want, because guess what? We're grown. Grown and sexy. First of all, baby, thank you so much for doing this today. Thank you. That was an amazing, um, what is it, opening? Intro. Like, wow, intro, yeah. That was, like, I, I should know that. Like, I... <laughs> I know it's only 2 p.m. for me, but that's early for me. Actually, I was up to 4 a.m. last night um, talking to my friend about the power of her ushy gushy. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, she was uh, recommending me uh, Yoni Wands. So I'm still <laughs> like a little out of it because I was just like bullshitting to 4 a.m. last night. But yes, wonderful, wonderful intro. I felt very blessed. And We're gonna- don't even worry. Thank you for even being here. First of all, I see the butterfly clip. Um, is she a lamb? Um, I mean, <laughs> not, no, no, like, listen, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we're all inherently lambs. I, I could stand, I, but I think I have a lot more room to stand. You know what I mean? But we have room to grow. Like, we have room to grow. Yeah. But obviously I am, there's so much kinship between me and Mariah, right? I Absolutely. Feel like, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between our personalities. I mean, we're both we're both bipolar. You know, we got that going for each other. We both, you know, uh, you know, have the high pitched voices. Mm. Um and and I and we both I think we're both glamorous people. I don't mm. I, I think I, I think I like to think of myself as like more on the grungy side and I am, but even when I'm at my grungiest, I I still give off a, a glamour vibe for some reason. I don't know. This is just what I've been told. So but also like I'm I like sorry. feeling glamorous sometimes. But also like in the words of Fergie, you are I can't really spell because you know I'm on you know dyspraxia. But you are that girl. Like I'm sorry and both of you have that okay produced by, written by, recorded oh. by you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that too. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, but let's 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 bring cinematic parallels into it, okay? Like, you know what I mean? As we're in lockdown, we're gonna get into this album. You've always been someone who can listen. I can do battle by myself, and that's not on Tyler Perry because you can do it well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take a sip for that. Don't uh, that, but you know what I mean. And you're someone who's always been able to be without a bitch alone. Period. Well, that's the thing, but also, like, unlike Tyler Perry, you know, <laughs> I, I know when I know my strengths and weaknesses. You know, mm, like, mm, yeah, I could make something mm, bad all by myself. I could make, ooh, ooh, girl, 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 but I, I know when to bring in, you know, other heads when needed, and I think this record is a perfect example. Like, I made my last what five records completely by myself, produced everything, played every, like, did everything by mm. myself out of necessity because like no producers wanted to work with me but from those five records you know producers started to take note and then that's when Kyle he he was the Kyle Pooley who produced most of the record he was Mm -hmm. the first one to like he was the first producer ever to actually just like reach out to me and was like oh I like what you're doing I see what you're doing like I would like to you know work with you and like you know um grow upon that and like that's why this record really I call it my self-titled because like you know, I settled for a lot when I was self-producing because, again, I'm 
I, I know my strengths and weaknesses and Mm. I try not to be hard on myself on things that I just simply can't do or just not there yet. So there was a lot of compromise for my previous records just because I had blind spots and and shortcomings when it came to producing. Um, And so this record really saw my vision through completely because I had producers there with me to help me get it out how, how I want it exactly how I want it. Absolutely. And also just for the audience, um, Shamir's nails like bomb right now. I just got a quick little wave as he was, you know, doing. Oh, yeah. I'm really, they're really here. Just like Periwinkle, very cute. Just like, you know, for the, you know, for the moment, for the culture. And (laughs) back to, because also, and I'm going to keep saying this throughout the interview and the words of Brandy, but we need the audience to buy the album. We do. When your PR, first of all, I think I was going, I think I was really going, I'm a cancer, so you know, I'm always going through it. But no. I'm a Scorpio, water sign. But this is, this is why, listen, Scorpios are my favorite sign. All right. Y'all really bad reps. You know, I need someone to Olivia yeah. Pope. I leave, so, but sometimes I need, it's right. Some, listen, so, no, sometimes know, it's right. Sometimes we be toxic. I'm just, I, listen, I can say Ooh. this is Scorpio. We do be toxic sometimes. And I be trying to, I always try to be aware of what I am being toxic. Absolutely. But I will say, I wish someone could Olivia Pope when Scorpios are being, you know, being good, right? You guys have very good yeah. hearts. Let oh, me tell yeah. you something. Self, you're self-titled. I was going through it one day. Your PR has sent me the, oh, girl, I, as a start on my own, I was like, okay, yes, I'm living, I'm living. And then as in my heart, I was going through it and I was really sad. Was it in, is it in my, no, not in my hole. Sorry, that's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in, in this hole. In, in this hole. hole. Sorry, not my mm-hmm. hole. Sorry, I was getting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> girl, I'm, listen, listen, baby, I'm going through a drought right now. It's, I need it in my hole. Oh, are we all? Let's not. Aren't let's we all? Ooh, there. Shai, let's not even go there. But listen, by the end, and you were giving me Bjork. Yes. Etherealness. And, and the, yes. ooh, and the, the vocals. First of all, I think you have one of the most beautiful falsettos, one of the most beautiful, ooh, girl, I was thinking, by the end, I was sitting on my bed, and I had my gin, and I was just, <laughs> so we need the audience to buy the album, first yeah, of all, know, my life. I feel, I feel, you know, I, I, you know, we start with all by all, you know, you feel good, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna warn people, when you are buying the album, when the audience <laughs> buys the street, the album, do know that you will end it crying and crying. not on purpose but okay. it's gonna be but it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those um like uh cathartic cries you know like it's gonna feel, feel good though who I, I felt a lot it felt good though it felt yes. good because at least the music i was crying to felt good mm-hmm. but first of all i'd like to ask everyone right now because we're in a very crazy time how are you doing how's your loved ones doing your outer circle are you all okay yeah, we're all okay. Last, good. thank God. Everyone's chilling. Everyone's healthy, so that's good. But it's just like you know, my family is all on the West Coast. They're, mm. um, well, they're in Las Vegas. Okay, so they're not too affected, but they they're still getting smoke as well. Oh um, my God! But praying for them. Yeah, but other than that, everyone's good. I miss them, you know. Um, and are there any hobbies that you picked up? I don't see you as like a like a like a gluten baking girl. Well, I can't, I can't digest gluten. Okay, well, shout out to you. Okay, come yeah, on. Cheers to, to the girls. <laughs> well, I did, I did have a baking moment um, okay. around June when shit was really hitting the fan because shit was hitting mm. the fan, but also I was preparing to release my first single of the record. So I okay. was like, I was, I was messed. So I couldn't mm. do anything but, uh, but bake flan. Flan. Fl- girl, she's fl- girl. Listen, she's an international. She's a girl. Okay, she said, "I'm fluid. I'm fluid the fuck out, my nigga." She said, "Fuck your banana bread. I'm making yeah. flan bad victory. We love to yeah. see it. Okay, and how was your flan, baby? Uh, it was good. I was. Uh, I need to put a stop to this eventually because it's very fattening. It's literally sugar and milk and eggs. But you know what? Listen, we're getting through it. We're getting through yeah. it. Okay, yeah. it was a great time. Um, but you know, I'm, I think this is no secret to anyone, but I'm an avid knitter. I'm actually in the middle oh of two God. projects right now for my mom. Cause my mom, my mom has a twin. Um, so their birthday just passed, um, on the first. So I'm finishing up their sweaters. I'm making them matching sweaters. Oh my God. That's so cute. My mom, both my mom and my sister are like avid knitters. Oh, yeah. Like my mom, like 
listen, this is child. This is childhood neglect. Like if she was, <laughs> yes. if she if she was on them, like you know those little skinny ass needles. Mm-hmm. Oh if she was doing yeah. A sweater. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was on my own. And that's on Patty Labelle. Like by myself for time. The little like, needles. You gonna be there forever. <laughs> I forever. You know, that's that's a small ass gauge. You I know can't. What I, mean? I can't do the little <laughs> gauges because I still got other shit to do. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. But I actually I started knitting in middle school because not on childhood neglect but childhood like I people don't understand I was a weirdo up until high school mm. like and then in high school I like I made the conscious decision I was like when I get to high school I'm gonna eat the girls up which I did but, <laughs> but if I was a weirdo I didn't have no friends I had I had my one well well the thing is I, I I've had I've had the same best friends since um eighth grade Loyalty, loyalty, but, loyalty. Yeah, and, and she's also a Scorpio. She's okay. one of the last Scorpios, you know. We love to see it. But from sixth grade to eighth grade, like the Scorpios we are, we <laughs> actually hated each other. Um, <laughs> so I have no friends most of the middle school uh, until eighth grade. And I needed to do something with my time. So I learned how to knit. Like, <laughs> Girl, I feel you. But like, at least you do you still have the stuff that you knitted. From way back when? Way back when. My mom has a few. She actually, like, okay. I I made, she still wears some of the scarves that I made her back then. Like, some of the finger-knitted scarves and stuff. Like, she Aww. still keeps them. And I'm like, oh yeah. Precious. What sign is your mom? Virgo. Ooh, Chile. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday to your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my mom, her twin, and my grandma, all Virgos. Wow, that's, ooh, so she missed, missed things stay meticulous. <laughs> yes. Um. I want to get to growing up in Vegas, but again, I want to remind the audience to buy the album. <laughs> stream the I'll, album. I'll stream the album. Buy the album, though, because open buy your Buy the album and stream oh, the if, album. If, 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 you're white, if you're white, buy the album. If you're any nationally, buy the album, but also just in general, stream the album. October 2nd, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't lie. Um, I want to get into growing up in Vegas in a second, but again, because we're staying to the album, because again, I'm a, I'm a good ally. I'm a good, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. On my own. Oh, yeah. Chile, Uchile, we've needed <laughs> listen, Uchile. I'm how do how do how do how do the white people say Uchile? Yeah, I think Chile. I don't know. Uchile. Uchile's $12 meal. Um <laughs> on my own. Listen, I've needed a good power anthem, right? That just mm-hmm. makes you just feel like, even if it's like I'm on my own, okay. It just yeah. makes you feel like the baddest bitch. It makes you I'm feel on my own, but I'm a bad bitch. You know, we're, you all, know? we're all in quarantine. I know that you wrote it before quarantine, but it was so mm-hmm. of the times. So when the universe, you know, in the words of Michelle Williams, when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. And mm-hmm. when I and when on my own came onto my um recently added, <laughs> Jesus could say no. You know, it was such a, a record. I know it was your first kind of video in two years. How was it coming back into being the bad? Bitchery, especially in a time like this, because it was what we needed. It was with the girls, the gays, the days. It's what we needed to see. So the thing I knew on my own was special. I because I'd never I never gave up on it because I wrote the instrumental here before I wrote the lyrics and like the melody. And normally mm-hmm. when I just write like one part of a song, I kind of just forget it and let it go by the wayside because I normally write all my songs all at once. But I was like, this instrumental is like special. I don't want, like, I just kept back to it. And I kind of had to go through a little like situation shit. Mm. I think before I was able to write the lyrics, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah I after after I went through that the lyrics just kind of came to me just like it was intense to the point where like I wrote the lyrics without even listening to the music but like my brain automatically knew that the lyrics would go perfectly with that song and I remember just like writing the lyrics in my bed and then coming downstairs to my floor track that had the instrumental on it and then like singing the lyrics and I was like damn this fits like a glove and wow. I just I was just so glad I didn't throw the instrumental out and yeah it, it's so weird because just like leading up to like this whole pandemic just like everything just kind of just like lyrically how this song ties into it and even mm. the fact that like I started to get back into cinematography like last fall 
like last October. Yeah. And that's when I had, I had just bought my camera, I bought lenses. I was like researching and doing like all of this stuff. Mm. And had I not did that, I don't know if there would have been visuals. I don't know what I would have done. And I would have just like had a record and like not had visuals. Like it was just almost kind of just like the universe prepared me for everything. And mm. it's, I, I constantly always feel like I'm kind of just like, ahead of the energies to come of like psychic in that way i guess i don't know i no, but you know what don't listen don't even question it as you're saying to me because i'm a firm believer of that and i'm a firm believer of you know the universe rises to meet you i'm a firm believer of everything happens when it needs to happen and yeah. i'm so girl please don't trust me you're not speaking to a skeptic okay and oh no 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 no! i was right you know what i mean so, you know, I wish, <laughs> girl, I wish my dad's a Catholic minister. No, not Catholic, not Catholic. Ooh, child. Ooh, the, the, ooh, the gin, the gin that lies. Baptist, a, a Baptist minister. So please, I know I'm God's karma. Wow. But that's why I, but, child, please. That's it. And one thing about a PK, we're always, we're always the most fun. We're always the most fun. Oh yeah. Crazy. But I'm so glad that, you know, you come into yourself and listen, I don't want to explore on black plane because I know the clients are going to do that once you do your, you know, little rollout. But it's so beautiful. Listen, I know you've been through it. Yeah. But it's beautiful to watch you come into yourself, come back to like what you love, come back into the things that you might have neglected because you've been trying to figure other things out. Yeah. We love yeah, to I see mean, it. We love to see it. I'm excited. I mean, especially as a Scorpio, you know, we're known of just like turning our pain to power. Like Pain you know. to power. You gotta, you know, and uh, I, yeah, I've been through some shit, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't regret any of it because it really has made me like such a powerful person and, mm-hmm. um, and it's given me so much just like world knowledge, you know? Absolutely. And can I just say quickly, um, you are a hair icon. Freestyle. I do my own hair. Okay. Okay. Um, let 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 the people know. Okay. Will the real Kim Kimble, Kim Kim Kimball please stand up? Every time I see you in a visual, the hair is always together, the buns together, the long ass braids together. This little look that we're giving today together. Who would you say? Okay, she's getting sitting up in my room. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. exactly. That was, over you. This was my inspiration. Brandy was the inspiration Listen. actually for this hair. Okay. I, pulled, I pulled up a few different pictures for inspiration while I was doing it in Brandy's Girl, room. we see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Um, listen, we're also, for the audience, please buy the album. Um, <laughs> back to Miss Mo, Mo to the, Mo yeah. to the, Messy to the, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Because mm-hmm. I think everyone comes for my girl so often. You're 25, I'm 22. I watched mm-hmm. the reruns only because, you know, I knew I was going to marry an old man one day. So I thought mm-hmm. we should at least, at least have the same <laughs> references, right? <laughs> yeah. When we're married. Okay. Did you know when Moesha was out that she was the worst person in the world? Because I did. <laughs> so everyone out here, like, oh my God, she's so bad. Of course, girl, please. She was an uppity girl. But we yeah. needed her for the culture. For the culture. Yeah, she was bougie. I exactly. think, so I haven't, I've been, I've been streaming Girlfriends right now. I, Girlfriends. I which I'm obsessed with. Like, mm. it's even better than I remember. But I haven't returned to Mo Tuda because <laughs> I, before, before it came out on Netflix, I had watched every episode at least three times over. <laughs> I I was that part because you already been new you already knew yeah already been new and yeah like <laughs> I'm glad that people are having that conversation because they was mean especially it was to the worst you know, sis Kim um, shout out to the Par- shout out to the Parkers shout yeah. out to Monique um yeah yeah you know but you know I I think Brandy has grown you know mm-hmm. and. She can't help it. She an Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius just be mean sometimes, you know? So mean. But that's why I love them. Because honestly, all of my friends are Aquarius. I've They're so straightforward. They're so straightforward. I love them. But and sometimes they be mean. But if yep. you just call them out and be like, you've been mean, then they'd be like, okay, you know? And you always know where you stand with an Aquarius. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, sometimes, but you know, sometimes people don't know, like, the gift that they've been given. Wait, what? Sometimes people don't know, like, the gift of an Aquarius. Because mm, yeah. people don't like to be read. 
Well, my friend who I was talking to last night to, to 4 a.m., she and Aquarius, we've been, we been friends. So we met through my best friend who I've been friends with, the other Scorpio since eighth mm. grade. We met through her freshman year of high school. And um, so she's like one of my longest Aquarius friends. I have a, a, a longtime Aquarius friend that lives in Toronto. Mm. Um, and then also the drummer. So also my Aquarius friend who I was talking to last night, she's my bass player. Mm. And then also the drummer, my live drummer, um, Fiona, mm. she's in Aquarius as well. So I'm surrounded by them. Girl, I feel you. All my closest friends are Aquariuses, Geminis. Okay. Like... No, I'm not okay. But I think sometimes, like, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm very, listen, on my own. Like, I need someone <laughs> to, like, like, very, I need, I need, like, an Edna of my life, like, from The Incredibles to, like, slap me into, like, mm-hmm. formation. Um, no, that's good for you. That's good balance for water signs because we can get way too in our feelings and it's absolutely that balance, you know? We need it. And again, I'm going to remind the audience to buy the album. <laughs> um, October twenty uh, October second. This is coming out October first. So you have one day. Get your credit together. Get your sugar daddy together. <laughs> period. Um, now I wanted to ask you because again, we're this is my, this is also this is gonna cu- get cut out quickly. My thing with this, like, this is a very new podcast, but for me, it's like everyone who's on this, I love them. I want to celebrate them. I want to mm-hmm. give them light and love. So like, well, girl, this is this is your time. This is your time to talk your shit. Be you. Send whatever vibration you want into the universe like that's what i care about right and like yeah. whatever edit needs to come back and forth like that's we have two weeks like you know you talked about you know the beginning of like your adolescence but like i'm from boston i try to pretend like i've never existed there i pretend <laughs> to be like sorry to this man sorry yeah. to sorry to mark Wahlberg. um sorry to Weddy bulger um <laughs> sorry to my trauma <laughs> I can only imagine like girls from Calabasas being like, oh my God, you're from like Vegas. Like what is Liberace like? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you know Johnny Cash? Like in that one period? Oh my God. Yeah. Did, did you know Britney for two and a half years? I know you're from Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. but obviously it's not as if you're from Sin City, like, you know, walking the streets. Um, what for you was adolescence like? And mm-hmm. because now you're that bitch, but listen, girl, I know, you know, like, it takes a while for you, for people to appreciate you and for people to like appreciate your, you know, what you bring to life. What was kind of growing up like? What was the tea? What was the vibe? And I need the audience to buy the album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Please buy Street Blood. Girl, girl I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this all night, all night. <laughs> you know, well, I would say, I would say growing up in Vegas is a lot less eventful than I think a lot of people initially think. So Absolutely. I want to put that out there, um, <laughs> especially since, you know, I grew up in the suburb. Mm. Um, I grew up in North Las Vegas, which is not directional. It's really hard explaining that to people because, like, I could say, like, North Philly, you just mean, like, North Philly. And, like, if you were to address me, you just, like, <laughs> address it as Philly. But I grew up in North Las Vegas, which is a suburb. Mm. And so, like, if you were to address me, you have to write, like, north las vegas like it's okay address me correctly sweetie yeah it's like it's the city of north las vegas like when you drive like when you drive north of the strip Mm. you see like the little sign and it's like city of north las vegas um and so you know we were bored I mean, I told you in middle school, you know, I, I had nothing to do but learn how to mm. knit, like mm. learn how to knit, learn how to play guitar, write my songs. Like that's what I was doing. And it wasn't much to do because even like during the summers when we're like out of school and we have free time, it's too damn hot to do anything. It's a hundred, it's a hundred and two, between a hundred and two, a mm. hundred and ten sometimes, mm. you know, and because of climate change these last few years. Last time I was out there and um and during the summer because I don't go in the summer no more. Last time I was out there during the summer was 2017, and this is when I still smoke cigarettes. I was sitting outside having a cigarette in 117 degree weather, and I'm like, this is inhumane. <laughs> um, so you know we didn't we didn't do much, and and so because of that there wasn't much of a scene because also like all the venues in Vegas, like they want to sell alcohol and, mm-hmm. you know, it's the city of sin. So 21 and up. So everything was 21 and up. Um, we, I had a band in high school growing up with 
again, my Aquarius homie, um, who plays bass for me now, had a band together in high school. And, you know, we got a little, like, traction on the internet um, because we were, like, Tumblr hoes. Okay, you better work. Okay, come on, maximum best bodice pictures of 2014. You better work. Yeah, literally okay. that was. Um, and so we, we were starting to get, like, some good exposure. And we had played locally in Vegas maybe twice mm. before we booked gigs for South by Southwest 2013. How old are you? Um, I, I can't, listen, I'm, I'm beautiful and I can't do math. <laughs> I'm going to be, listen, I'm going to be, I'm not going to front. How, so, so we were 18. I, 18. I was, yeah, we, I know, we were both 18. Of I was age. Of age. age. We were of age. We were of age. Okay, but, don't come for me. Johnny Cochran and the Graves, don't come for me. But I will say... We were still in high school. What? what? Listen, people go, listen, you were going through things, okay? Of age, but stressed. Fine, fine. Yeah, well, no, but it was just, like, really funny because, like, we had to convince our parents to let yeah. us, like, take off time from school yeah. to go to South by Southwest. Iconic. I'm like, we're like, mom, we're like a big deal. And then so like when we came back from South by Southwest, that's when oh. Vegas decided to give us our tunes for a second. And we came back from South by Southwest. We, we they did an interview for us in the local paper. So wow. that, that was really cute. It really, um, so that was pretty much growing up. It was just, it was really hard because we were like black weirdo indie kids. And even, even like the smaller subsection scenes in Vegas, were either like kind of like the really punky punky punk ones or like the pop punk like kind of like metal screamo pop punk okay. like, ext- like a warp tour type bands you know what i mean and we didn't we didn't exist in any of that like we were yeah. kind of punk but we were like more like on the poppier side and like more like on the indie side so like we couldn't get on the bill with anyone so it was just like really insane that like we were like we are playing south by southwest before we barely even played our hometown like this is like insane but that was pretty much growing up like yeah. getting the band was the only thing that kept me out of bad things realistically but you know what's so funny that kind of brings me i always think of this idea of like you know sometimes your immediate circle doesn't recognize your worth but mm-hmm. outside of it they'll be like wow like never under i just want everyone to always know like never underestimate your value because someone always sees it, even yeah. if even if it's not to your right or to your left. You ask anyone from my high school mm. if I would have made it, they would like no. Like I, I actually when when we did the superlatives, mm. I was actually offended that I got best dressed. Like I was happy that I got best dressed because I mm-hmm. did put a lot of. You look um, cute. Yeah, I, I, I make sure I look cute. You know, like I put a lot of work into my style because just like yeah. I told you, like when I got to high school, I was like, oh, I'm about to stun on these bitches, which Absolutely. I did. But also I was, I, I just automatically thought that I was going to get most musical. And mm. they was like, no, baby. Did I ask a question? Did a white person who played the cello got it? Uh, no, it was a black girl with a big ass church voice. Jail still, jail. <laughs> jail. <laughs> Rights of Kamala, Kamala, rights revoked. And, and then obviously that. But you good know, for my, her. Good for her. But good rights for her. revoked. Good for her. Rights revoked, though. However, for the for, for but, the audience, for the audience. However, comma, you know th- that always, you know, been been a black person with a unique mm. voice. That's not necessarily big or churchy. You know, I always had so much insecurity of my singing voice. You know, it's soulful, but it's not big. It's not churchy. You know, it's not, Absolutely. you know, collard greens and grits, not collard greens, neck style. bones, you not know, <laughs> it's a, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little side Sally, Girl. You know? but I can, you know, I can do a little something, something with it, you know. But you can, and you do, and you've continued to do it. No, you calling your boys chitlins, however, <laughs> um... I was going to ask you, because people not often know, but, you know, you are, you know, a little voiceover icon, a few words, but the words be powerful. How did you get into voiceover work? Because Accident. in your bag, in your bag, in your bag, in your bag. You know what? Well, you know what's so crazy? I, so Linda casted me for, for, um, Tuka and Birdie. She's low-key insane. I love her. She's she's a fucking legend. Like she's she's casted like for like The Simpsons and like mm. all like almost every like animated series that she could think of. 
absolute legend, but she's insane because <laughs> she first hit me up via Instagram. No, wow. Instagram. no, Facebook. She de- she she hit me up on my Facebook page. Facebook and this and this. Yeah, we love to. I see- was like, this is fake. I I almost ignored her. I was just like, what? But then I googled her name and I was like, okay, is this a fake account? Yeah. Um. But I responded and she she turned. By the grace of God, she turned out to be legit. And then, luckily, I you know I I have an agent. I'm with WME. WME. Is that William Morris? I can't. I'm really William dyspra- Morris. I'm, I'm dyspraxic. No, you knew. I'm dyspraxic. Like- <laughs> I'm dyspraxic. So I was like, is that A, E, right? I was like, I don't want to mess this up for myself. Is it William no, Morris? That's William Morris. Will that's Morris, a will- um, Listen, Mr. Shamir is with William Morris Agency. Just to let you know, if you want to get to me, hit up my okay. agency. Okay. Um, but, Bob you know. Talk. Luckily, since, you know, Linda was already such, you know, known in industry, uh, I was like, I have an agent. So I like, I, I was like, oh yeah, I, with WME, like, you know, like I'll I'll let them know or like whatever. And Mm -hmm. like, I literally have the same agent as Rihanna, um, which is like insane. So like, um, I told her, I was like, oh, I'm with Julie at WME. And she's like, oh, I know Julie. So <laughs> you could tell that she kind of like got like a little shook. Because I don't, I you know, I'm so DIY that I feel like I don't use my agency to full capacity. I'm and screaming. I feel so bad. Um, but then, you know, she got she got with Julie. And then I interviewed uh, or I, I uh, auditioned for it via like this via, um, on Skype. And she made me read for, like, a few different characters. And then uh, I want to say six months later, it was a while. I didn't think I got Mm -hmm. it. Six months later, they was like, you got the part, and we're going to book you a studio in Philly. Girl, listen, I wish the bag chased us. I wish it did. My dream, like, people have nightmares, but, like, my happy dream is, like, a Telfar bag just, like, hitting me in the face. Like just like just like coming on me in the face, like just yeah, come to me, come to me. I think that might be my release, like my album release gift to myself because I want I want one so bad. Girl, me too. I'm telling you, like I see. Listen, I watched Shut It Off, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like they all died, but like, <laughs> can I can I get a bag? Can I please get a bag? Like at least before the like, the white cop comes, I can I just get like one bag? It's, like when I'm yeah. in the casket, like incoming, I can just be with my Bushwick Birkin. Now, my love, my icon, my queen, my legend. First of all, we need the audience to buy the album. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this all the time. No, we love it. We love it. We need the audience to buy the album. Monica, please don't shoot me. Anyway. <laughs> you and I both have a compa- similar white queen. Which one? Mandy Moore. Oh, yes. Legend. Legend. And I was so excited when you got to speak with her for Billboard, for Pride. Also, shout out to white queens who know that they're gay icons. When Patti <laughs> LaBelle said the other day, thank you, gays. Mm-hmm. Girl, I know... I know my step aunties were mad. I know my mother was mad. I know. Listen. Okay. There's, there's, I was actually talking to my friend about this. There, there is a status of straight people that Mm. we just consider queer at this point. They're past allies. They're just one of us now at this point. They're, they're, they're queer, straight, cis women. (laughs) Listen, there might be, listen, they're cis with a wrist limp. Yes. Period. Listen, listen. (laughs) Patty LaBelle, she's queer at this point. She's not an ally. She's queer. She's one of queer. Us. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Queer, queer legend. Well, 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 you know, there's whispers that she is queer, queer. Shout um, her. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not getting yeah. sued. I'm not getting sued. Um, yeah, well, I'm just I'm not, allegedly. 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 <laughs> listen, FBI, these are not my words. <laughs> FBI, CIA, CIA, I rebuke Allegedly. It. CIA, I rebuke um, it. Natasha Leone, that's a queer woman in my eyes. In, in all of our eyes, baby. In, in all of our eyes. You know, eyes. there's, so there's, I have a whole just like section of people that I think like that. Like, it's just like, you, you queer now. Can like, I ask you a question? You going past ally, yes. Again, we need the audience to buy the album. After <laughs> that, in the race war, who are you saving? I think I've already decided. I know I'm going to get dragged for this. 
I know I'm gonna get dragged for this. I'll I'll get dragged for you, baby. I know I'm gonna get dragged for this, but I the person that I'm saving in the race for is a straight cis white man. I'm he's but he's Jewish. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I they've been through it too. You know that. Um, but my my good friend Peter, I love him to death. Okay, I really do. That's a good. He's the friend. only one I'm saving. That's a he's good. He's the only friend. one I'm saving. I I've already decided it. Um, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's your good friend. That's fine. That's fine. yeah. I have a, I really get more drag than you. All my other close friends are of color, so I ain't gonna worry about that. At this point, the only white people I'm saving are Britney Spears, Free Britney, <laughs> yeah, um, Calandria Clarkson because she can sing down. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not gonna say Dolly Parton because her like titties can float. So like, they're, <laughs> you know, the buoyancy is fine. Um. But yeah, but don't you also miss when white women were white women? Yeah, like, I, let's. Oh, that, that that was the place I made the other day. Like white women who mind the business. So Natalie Imbruglia, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. Oh, we love Vanessa. Lindsay Lohan on Coke. Um, <laughs> I said what I said. But anyway, back to you. Um, you have this one song on the album, which we need the audience to buy the album, and I'm pretty sure it's Other Side. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I love when black people embrace country music because if yeah. you didn't know, and let me get my blue microphone out. Shout out to blue. Shout out to blue. Um, you don't sponsor me yet, but you will. Yeah. Um, I love when black people embrace country because we invented country. Period. If you look at the symbiotics of American music, British people when they came and they fucked up. America, right? Everything. Um, The only original art forms that they had were Italian opera and were like British kind of standards. And, you know, because y'all saw Black people in pain, that's where you got, you know, the the tang of your voice, everything Mm -hmm. from the top to the bottom. You have nothing to be sad about. So you have nothing. And also... Fuck Pocahontas, um, the real woman, but you know, should you know, Dizzy Pocahontas because you will be a traitor, right? Like traitor, traitor. You gave your whole village smallpox for what? But also the movie Just Around the River Bend. Fab, iconic. Um, Clouds of the Wind, iconic. Um, legendary. However, anyway, I love to see black people in their country bag. And I know you used to love I don't know, not, I don't want to say used to. Also, she can get edited, edited, deleted. Um, I know you love Taylor Swift. I know you have an appreciation for country. Yeah. And listen, when you gave us a yeehaw, you gave us the right yeehaw that didn't make us like feeling like I'm a white man's whore. You gave us iconic Americana. So where did your love for country music start? Yeah, I so you know I came out the gate rooting for country. That's the thing. That's okay. the thing that's like you know so frustrating about me. Even in the Ratchet era, you know, I was mm. on country covers. I did my Miranda Lambert cover for Rookie Magazine. I had that um Brady Clark cover for mm. for um was it Pigeons and Planes or no complex. Um booked. And it was like mm. I was like and also obviously the the Lindy Ortega cover on my first EP that's like it's one of my most popular songs. At that time, you know, I was I was like the quirky kid who does like country covers and like listens to like country mm. music, and it's so so it's like so funny to like see how crazy the hop movement have come. But like obviously, <laughs> I'm glad, you know, because yeah. um, I always love country. People understand that, like you know, Nevada is a country ass state. You know, like Nevada is as country western as it gets. You know, mm. if you think about it, um, you know, there's ghost towns, dunes, you know, all of that shit. So. You know, I basically, I always felt like a cowboy, but um, I really, 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 I always listen to country as well. Like my family listens to country and my, my, you know, my aunt put me on Reba McIntyre and. Shout out uh, to Reba. Shout out to Reba. Shout out to Reba too. Did, did you ever watch, did you used to watch the show? Taste. Oh, I love Taste. Yeah. <laughs> listen, we need the audience to buy the album. However, also know that like Mr. Shamir has taste. Period. Yes, period. Listen. And then also Janice Joplin as well. I want to shout Ooh. out my aunt. Introduce shout me to Janice Joplin. Shout out to Janice Joplin. Um, so country music is always around me, but I really, really got into it in middle school when I had a friend um, mm. from Texas. She had just moved to Texas. She had her country accent and everything. <laughs> and she 
it got me into like pop country because okay. before then i only listened to like the old stuff like reba mm. and like you know um but then i kind of got into pop country but like that was the last good era of pop country because obviously pop country is horrible now mm. um oh it is i'll say it i'll say I, it but guess what we said, georgia we, line are you kidding guess, me guess what we said what we said and who's gonna beat my ass i'm in the line who, who check fight me, me. Who, who's, gonna, who's gonna check me and my new unit fuck y'all <laughs> Fuck y'all. Go fuck yourself with the dildo. Anyway. Um, but after that, I decided, but after that, I decided to, I wanted to be a country artist, but then, mm-hmm. and I went to Honky Tonk. I did the whole thing. I went to Honky Tonks. I was the only, you know, black person there. All the white mm. people looking at me like a goddamn alien because I'm like, I'm not wearing the hat. I'm not wearing, because at this point I have my dreads. Okay. I'm, like, I'm not wearing a cowboy hat. You Please. used to have to, you used Motor to have to that. You have to that. Period. Period. <laughs> like, you just gonna have to respect the fact that I am fully black. I'm not putting on a cowboy hat, but okay. I'm about to sing these country songs. You gonna have to deal with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I just didn't feel like fighting. So that made me angsty. I was just like, mm. it's gonna be too much trying to be a country musician. So that made me angsty. And that's when I went and started my punk band with Christina and then the rest of the Okay. Can but I, I was like, I'm not going to give up my country roots and I'm always going to shout it out, you know, and I'm always um, going to make sure I'm paying homage. Absolutely. And you know what's so funny to me? It's like when I hear white people, and this is no Tino shade because, listen, J.C. Chaz deserved a better career. Um, but when I hear white people doing R&B, what are you sad about? What are you, cry- <laughs> what, what, what are you crying about? Who? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a mimicking, you know? You know what I mean? At this point, it's like the mimery. At this point, it's very yeah. you're you're giving you're giving Roxy Hart. Remember from you know from Chicago, like the little white lady. I don't know her, but she's a bird. She's a clown. The, the moral of the story: she's a bird. She's a clown. She's a buffoon. But she's from a play. <laughs> but like, we don't fuck. We don't fuck with her. Anyway, I don't um, know. sorry I, to that woman. Sorry to that. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I rebuke her in this unit. Anyway, and I think it's very important. Again. Never backing down from our own heritage. Yeah. Because people love to act as if we are guests in the space when we are the space. That's another reason why that I mean, there's multiple reasons, just because it's just like mm. house and electronic based pop music just was not my thing. It's not even where my roots came from. Absolutely. But other than that, even though yes, black people, especially black queer people, created house and mm. a lot of the basis of electronic based pop music um i also didn't like the fact how i was basically put in that box just because um you know it was typical for a black queer person to be the face of that genre but mm. when i was like oh i want to pick the guitar back up they're like what are you doing that for nigga know your place and i was just like mm. oh, no we have just as much claim to this as we do to house music it's just, and it's only about to be a matter of time before y'all whitewash house music is already is already happening, you know. So, Ooh. and did you lie? Did I lie? No, you know. I, so I was listen. just like, I feel like, but I I, I want to say this. I feel like white people are they're not have they're not they don't feel happy seeing me as a black queer person, um. Reclaiming rock, reclaiming indie rock music, you know, mm. um, because they're, they'll, I feel like I constantly have forced them to face the fact that mm. rock music was invented by a queer black woman. Absolutely. Miss Sister Rosetta Tharp, shout out, you know, and, and it's just like, and, and, and I feel like they just want to continue to deny, to deny me of that and act like that, mm. um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like taking up, taking you know, space, taking space when it's just like, no, y'all motherfuckers took over and I'm mm. in here and like, yeah, I am now forced to take space, but it's just like space that was rightfully mine anyways. And again, I want the audience to know, I want the audience to buy the album. And let me tell you, I've listened to the album and it's a beautiful album. And I think what you said is very important because I think so- and I, I see this in my own work, like that level of, and I'm not saying this is you, but I'm saying for me, like imposter syndrome of like, do I deserve to be here? When in reality, no, I do. And we've always been, it's a thing of like, we've always been here. We've always been the one progressing change. 
And I'm so excited for you. And I'm so excited to watch you grow and evolve. And like, it's because like, you know, girl, shout out to the PR girl. Okay, on some rich thing shit. No, but it's beautiful to watch you come into your own. Like this album to me, like, listen, it's been on repeat, on repeat. And like, especially when we as black people have been not by our own merit, but we've been, you know, told like, oh, you don't belong here. Okay. This isn't for you. You've been that bitch and the baddest doing your thing. And also minding your business. Minding your damn business. Looking cute and looking beautiful. That's how I got to this point, too, as well. I'm minding my business, you know? Minding like That's what you really got to do. I'm minding my business, and I continue to create. You know, the people, people after Ratchet, mm. you know, was just like, Shamir's done. And... Uh, and I was just like, no, I was minding my business. Ooh. I was minding my business. I was okay. trying to be up in these people's faces. You know, I was minding my business, perfecting my craft, getting my art together. Mm. And a lot of these girls, these girlies, especially in the pop arena, who, you know, making music for clout when they should be getting the content together. And also getting the vocal lessons together. Getting the getting vocal the lessons. Vocal <laughs> lessons together. But you know what's so funny? My dad's a minister. I don't believe in the church. But, like, y'all need Jesus, because, like, why can't any of you sing? Listen, you don't, listen, you don't, listen, you don't, listen, you don't have to say anything. These are, my wor- these are my own words, FBI. These are my words. <laughs> CIA, these are my words. But maybe you all do need to get the Old and the New Testament, because, like, y'all can't even, y'all can't even doggy paddle in the water, not even wade, not even wade yeah. in the water. Yeah. But anyway, but you can. So shout out to you. We'd love to see it. I wanted to talk about. First of all, I want to also give you a moment of appreciation. Hope, beautiful, iconic, <laughs> legendary. But my thing is this: I'm very much this type of girl. Like, I want everyone to have their flowers while they're still here. I hate, I hate a you didn't give them their flowers type of bitch. Mm-hmm. Hope was beautiful, iconic, and I know that you did it in a time in your life that wasn't the best, but you persevered and you pushed through. And I hate that, sadly, the narrative for Black people is that we always persevere and we always push through because at some point, you don't always want to be strong, right? You just no. want to be able to live. But I want to say that what you did, I don't want to sound very Zane Lowe because listen, that nigga, listen, listen. What, I'm not to, listen, FBI, these are my words. <laughs> FBI, these are my words, but like Jesus Christ, like I know I'll be in purgatory for a few years. One thing about Zaylo, that nigga will always ex- listen. My nigga was in, is always in a middle school play. He's always in a middle school play because the exaggeration. Yeah, he be breathes the drama. I'm telling you, my nigga was the basis for Aquila and the Bee. <laughs> he, do you know what I mean? My nigga lie, liar. Um, do you know what I mean? When you're listening, and he's like, well, you know, it was so amazing. No, but out of my Zane Lowe moment, okay, I'm sorry, I said what I said. Listen, you said you wanted to see fun, but I'm being honest. In my real hope to me, it actually gave me hope. It really did. And it was... I mean, I, hope Hope needed to happen. Like, yeah, it was mm. obviously a, a crazy time, but also I needed hope to happen. Hope was like... Hope was like the the bomb that cleared everything, mm. you know? And and then I had, I, that was rock bottom. I had nowhere to go but up from there, obviously. Yeah. You know, okay. I just had to, I had to get rid of some rats, you know? Okay, uh, come on, Ratatouille. Snakes in the grass and it's time to cut the lot. And that's a Mariah. Yeah. Sometimes you can't pick them all out one by one. Sometimes you just got to obliterate the mm. whole thing and start from scratch. And that's what Hope was, you know? Nobody was happy about that. They were like, Vashemir. Uh, this nigga's crazy. Mm. He's lost it. This music is horrible. <laughs> um, and and that's what I wanted. And I didn't stay down. I was like, great. I have this. I look at it as I have a fresh new start. Mm. I'm at least diagnosed now, so I know why I'm crazy. Okay. Um, and I got a therapist, and we go keep it pushing. Oh, girl! Shout out also. Shout out to therapy. Shout, Shout out to uh, therapy. You, listen, listen, if you can pass the brown paper bag test, also if you can pass any test, <laughs> um, shout out to therapy. It will change yeah. your life. That's where I yeah. am now. Okay. Hello. That's so true. That's so true. Like, 
I think I, I think um, yeah, I think all black people really need to like really. I, think I know that, all of us have mm, so much trauma that mama. we're just forced to just not even acknowledge because we are constantly on survival mode. Um, and it's scary, especially yeah. like the culture that we grew up in, because we're so often told, okay, you don't talk about this. Jesus will rebu- rebuke this. Moses and his little, you know, little, you know, um, what's the word? Petco cart. Petco cart. I was raised Muslim. I just want to put that out there. Uh, girl, so no, I, I don't, don't know a lot of these references. Please, please. I know, girl, I know you were. I, don't, don't ask if I do my, you know, my research. But sad, but unfortunately, I sadly was grown up in a Christian household. So, you know, I think, I think black people throughout the diaspora were always told, like, with whatever domination you, whatever denomination you are, mm-hmm. you can, like, pray it away. Mm-hmm. But no, girl, we need to help. Also, y'all need to be sued. <laughs> Let me tell you this quickly. I have this plan, right? Like, you might think I'm, like, crazy. You might hang up with the phone. You might hang no. up with the phone. It's fine. I truly believe I'm 22 years old right now. I'm a firm believer that like by 25, you should be able to see your parents for, um, what's the word? Like, what, what is the phrase I call it? Irresponsible sexual misconduct because I'm not to be here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your 20 seconds of passion let, let, left me to 20 years of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Class action. And that's what Annalise Keating. Especially me though. Because, you know, I, I'm a teen pregnancy. Girl. I was conceived on senior ditch day. No, I'm saying, really? Yeah, that does. <laughs> shall, shall, we, shall we get the Ouija board and call Johnny Cochran? <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know what? You know what I do like about having mm. young parents, though? Is that I never, like, I never looked at them as, like, flawless mm. people. Absolutely. They were always very flawed to me. You know, mm. you all had a very Gilmore Girls-esque relationship where it's if like, we raised each other. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm lucky a lot in that ways because people, you know, people's parents really shelter them from a lot of shit. And mm. that's something that I never had to <laughs> worry about. Like, I always mm-hmm. thought my parents was flawed people. Um, and I was not sheltered. And if you were sheltered, get a life. And for the audience, we need the audience to buy the album. And I'm actually skipping. You know, it's funny. I have a whole fucking like outline here, but because I, you know, it's funny. I don't even want to give certain people the time of day. You don't want to give who the people the time. I don't. I don't want to give certain people like the XL, the blah blah blah, the light of day, right? The XL. What are you talking? Oh, what you talking about XL? You want to know something about XL? Shout out to them. no, but you know what's funny? I don't even they don't even they don't deserve breath out of your mouth. So no, we need, I'll say I want to say this though because because this is the only, only time you're gonna get the bills. You we see each other. I was really proud this of recently you. happened. This recently happened. Um, XL finally called me and we talked some shit over. Mm. They called me back in July. Okay, that was okay. nice. They at least got to hear my side of things. Mm. How do you feel about that? I, I, it was fine. You know, I feel, I, I don't get closure normally. Um, could the timing be a little bit better? You know, uh, five years later, you know, it's a little, you know, but we don't, you know, uh, God's mm. timing is always right. Right. So. Sure. Yeah. It was, it was sobering. I'll say. I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that you got at least an answer to the closure because it's what you've deserved. And let me just say, Shamir is a multi-hyphenate, a bad bitch, a boss. Because let's talk about accidental pop star <laughs> records. Because sometimes people have gone through it, they can get bitter. They can get, okay, I just want to get through it. Shamir has been someone who has said, I know what this industry is like. Let me help people of the next generation. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about your artists and, you know, I think you are such a light and icon and a body, a body bee. Okay, so let's talk about the people that you have been able to help and push through this industry. Because you are the doll. And, I'm, and I also want to promote the dolls on your agent, in your, what's the word I'm saying? Label. 
girl. Not, she, she's on the gin, gin, gin. She's the best. Anyway, who are the girls? Who are the girls on your label that we can promote, celebrate, mm-hmm. highlight, and also celebrate you? Because you know what? It's so easy to become closed off when you've gone yeah. through it. And I think it's so beautiful that you've been able to help a next generation of people. Yeah, it helps. It helps me to heal to help as well. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. So, I'll, I'll I'll talk about the first doll. Mm. He's not a doll. He's a straight white boy. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I just like good music. You know, but I will say, I will say, after him, I signed two more other straight dudes. But after that, I'm done. I'm You're done. done. No more. Leave Get Out and that's on JoJo. Leave <laughs> Get Out and that is on JoJo. Okay, but everybody else on the label is queer. But I'm just starting mm-hmm. with him because he's the one that's just recently released. His album came out on the 4th mm-hmm. of September. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, that's Grand Pavel. But that's mm-hmm. my baby. You know, that's my child. I know him since he was 16. Um, story goes, it's so funny. Um, when I first met him, I wanted to bully him. <laughs> um, it was like on some bully shit because he something about Grant, he has like this very like grandpa energy. Like he just has like this old man spirit about him. So when I first met him, I thought that he was at least at the time of college age. So he was 16. So I was like 22, 21, 22. Mm. And he I came up to me just when I was still smoking, and it was just like at a house show, because you know, in Philly. They have house shows and basement shows. Mm. Um, and I was like outside in the smoking area. And he comes up to me all awkward like and is just talking to me. And I assume that he's talking to me because like we're <laughs> we're at a ba- you know, a basement show with all these kids. Usually when they come up to you while you're smoking, they're trying to like bum a cigarette. Mm. So I was just like, you never got to do a small talk. Like, you want a cigarette? It's like that's what's <laughs> good. And he's just like no, I don't smoke. And I was just like, so you're really just here, like talking to me about energy. Mm. So every time I saw him, like at shows or just like around the scene, I kind of mm. like avoided him because I'm like that. That child is like weird. But I assumed that he was like a college age, like between like 18 or like even around my age. Yeah. Didn't know he was 16 until like two years later, his mm-hmm. senior year of high school. They have out here in Philly, which is like mm-hmm. the Jay Z festival. And I was with another friend of mine who's like, so younger, who was like maybe a year or two mm-hmm. older than him. And they like knew him and they were like, oh, Grant's a little baby. And I was just like, what? And um, they were like, yeah, he's like literally still in high school. And I was like, oh, that's why he was like weird and awkward. He was like a literal child. Um, and we end up reconnecting when we we traded pedals because he had a specific um, distortion pedal that I wanted. And we just like traded distortion pedals. And yeah. he sent me demos. And I was just like, uh, oh, he's talented. Talented BB. So we started working from there. And, um, and then the other artist is Southwick. She's a bad. She's an Aquarius, and she's a badass um, health journalist. Wow! Right now, and she just and yeah, so she works for like an NPR affiliate. So um, she's a like middle NPR, and also NPR played some of her music. It's really cool, and it's just like mm. it's almost kind of like a TV show. So it's like journalist by day, like pop, mm. indie pop star by night. Yeah, um, yeah. So love her, and then. Paul Blood, who is our Somali punk queen. Mm. Um, Paul Blood is my baby. I mean, Paul Blood also is like our most popular artist right now, which I love. Because like, who who else knows how to market, uh, you know, black, non-binary, queer, you know, indie rock artist than me? <laughs> um, so she's flourishing. I mean, she's doing great. We're we're demoing for for the record. We I released um, their EP, but we're demoing for the full length mm-hmm. album. They have management now. Like they're gonna blow up. So mm-hmm. we love to we love to see that. So we love to yeah, see. Yeah, those it. are my babies right now. I have a few other ones. 
that's going to come out soon, but I don't want to announce them just No, yet, but that's but fine. I'm so, it's so beautiful that you're doing this. And I got, you know, my cancer. So that's why I get, I get very emotional. Both of us cancer. We grew up in a time when we weren't, we as black queer people weren't always valued. So it's so beautiful to watch someone take, you know, ownership of them and not ownership, but like support them and see them in their wholeness. And like, first of all, not only mentorship and also not you as an art, not just you as an artist, but like, you know, doing you could tell, you could also like I'm very emotional. Like I'm very like, oh, we love we love to see it. Like these things make me. Everyone loves to talk about panels and blah 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 blah. blah. But to watch someone really take time to mentor other, you know, people who've been marginalized, it means so much in my heart and my soul. Like that, I mean, that's what I care about. You know, that's what... Well, I try to... You know, I live by... You got to be the change you want to see in the world. I, period. Like, Ooh. I didn't have that mentorship, so I wanted to be that for someone else. Yeah. Then also, in that way, I would feel like if I didn't pay it forward, I just feel like all my pain would be in vain. You know? Absolutely. So, I'm, you, you're talking really emotional. Like, this means... It means a lot because you know what? Like, when I was... I don't know, even when I was growing up, who were the queer kind of quote quote icons I saw I saw Marco on Degrassi who could <laughs> listen who could pass the proper rock test like I'm sorry sorry to this man let me, let me fix my bang my bang you know what I mean and you know it's really growing up Marco was iconic though it, shout out to him I guess we will meet probably this on Holy Spirit anyway um <laughs> you know and you see especially from like 2000 like 2005 you know, that idea of queer people always being the joke, trans people always being the punchline, you know? So it's very, or dead. It's so beautiful to see someone in real life giving people who, you know, um, you can tell I'm very very emotional. Well, that's why, that's why I'm, that's why I was like, I gotta return the pop because first of all, the girls are suffering. Like, well, let's just suffering. We're going through it. Like, the girls are suffering. Are, you know? Um, but also, but also, the pop girls really aren't giving these days. So, I, you know, I, so I was just like, let me, let me take it back to pop because a lot of people really think that mm-hmm. I ended in tragedy, that my career ended in tragedy. It's just like, no, Not I just all. didn't care. You know, mm-hmm. but I had to cut. I had to cut back and show the girls that, like, yes, I can still do pop. And mm-hmm. Yes, I can still do pop my way, and mm-hmm. you know, and show that, like, I'm still thriving. I'm still living. I'm still out here. You know, um, I just needed to take a break because y'all broke me. Y'all broke. <laughs> but that's a y'all. It wasn't me. It was y'all. Y'all. Lit- litigation. Litigation. Lisa Bloom incoming. Pull up. And I had to get my skin together. Look at this. You see the skin? Beautiful like, skin. I was easy, breezy, beautiful, unstressed. That's five bitch. years of rest. Okay. Oh, okay. And um, and Listen. now that I'm back and showing the girls what's good, you know, that's why that's why I really was like, this record has to be accessible. This mm. record has to be pop. This record has to like be for the girls, you know, and also show the girls that like the girls could still be all in rock and like pick up the guitar and like whatever. Like you ain't gotta be on top of beep bloop bloops and okay, not bleep bloop bloop. <laughs> To like give you a bop bop, you know, that the girls yeah. and the gays could still dance to, you know, like. And you know, Shamir, I just want to say, I'm so, I was like, is it, you can tell the cancer. You can, you, 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 <laughs> I really am. I just want to say, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. And you know what? We live in a world that maybe wasn't built for us, but you, and I hate, it's the one thing I hate to this. I'm black, first of all, because the girls always have to ask me, look at me black. Um, I'm so grateful that you have always been you, done you, and no matter what has been brought to your to you, you've always still getting to be that bitch. And again, we need the audience to buy the album, buy, not stream, buy, if you're white, <laughs> buy it, buy it for your friend, 
for your cousin, for your great auntie, for your grandmother, for your mother, for your auntie, for your brother. And buy it, buy it on the release date on Bandcamp because on Bandcamp, a Bandcamp day, and on Bandcamp day, on Bandcamp, on Bandcamp day, Bandcamp. Um, normally they take like a percentage of the sales, but on Bandcamp day they take zero percent of the sales. So So, do it on Bandcamp day, you assholes. Which is the release Um, day. Which, which is I, now which is, I didn't replan that. Now won't God do it? So if you have a credit card, your mother's MX, <laughs> your daddy's black card. If you're a white, listen, if you're white and you have a black card, you better, <laughs> you better listen. You better buy it on the day. Um, Shamir, first of all, thank you. Can I say thank you so much for doing this? You know, you have been such an inspiration to black people black queer people i want nothing but the best for you and you deserve everything and more and i'm so proud of you and i'm so excited for you i think it's for all of us you do it for the girls i do it for the girls i do it for the gays and i do it for the dark skins period okay period please 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 buy shamir self-titled on october 2nd this is a beautiful album like it is everything that the girls need in 2020. Is every, if you want clear skin, don't buy Proactive. Buy Shamir's self-titled. Yeah. If you want good mental health, no, don't go. It goes I'm, well I'm like, with therapy. You know, it's like a nice pair. It's, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Okay, therapy yes. then therapy then Shamir's self-titled. Shamir, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. You deserve everything good under the sun. I hope you have had a fun time on OTT. Yes, honestly, this was a highlight of my week. I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm just so excited for you. I hope you get everything and more. Thank you so much. Continue to donate if you're white. Please take care of mental health. Be the baddest bitch that you can be and protect your energy. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.